Paradise Paradox. In today's episode, Kurt and I are going to start a little series that we're going to call An Acapulco Nights. What that's about is from the event in Acapulco, we talk about the stories, the changes, uh, the experience that we had while we are at in Acapulco. So, in this one, I'm going to talk about my experience on the Saturday night, the party night, talking to some dudes about communism. Um, and although that, although I, I grew up in a, in a capitalist country, and uh, I'm quite familiar with the capitalist world, um, their ideas really hit my core with some of the... I guess, um, newfound uh, ethics and morals that I've seemed to have adopted. So, uh, in a way, I feel like we're all closet commies, and maybe we just don't know it. But um, I'll explain it in the show. For now, um, I'm actually... In Isucar de Matamoros, Puebla. And, um, you know, this is a, is a little morning, no, a little morning uh, walk where I'm taking you guys to what I consider to be one of the best kept secrets of Matamoros, Puebla. Uh, introduced to me first by my wife that grew up here as a, as a, a little girl. Um, we like to come back here and enjoy the laid back country style living it's pretty chilled it's good it's a, it's a nice break it's good to escape the uh, the countryside's wonderful the um, the country smells really bring you into the moment it's um, for me it's what I really it's what I consider to really live to really just take every moment as they as they come and not to really worry about the time or anything like that. Now, just touching back on an Acapulco, because I mean it was a pretty heavy shift in my dimension. We're talking about ideas. That's kind of what we talk about on this show. And the interesting thing about about ideas is that a lot of people don't think about them like like maybe the way they should be thought as. Let me explain. An idea is a little bit like a virus. It infects you. It consumes you. And then you can't rid it. Once you learn something, you're unable to unlearn. That's what happens. You think about you. You have an idea. You think about it. And it gets, it gets trapped, it gets stuck. And then you become the idea. It's just up here, we're not far. Enseña la puerta. 
here I have for you the secret of Matamoros. Buenos dias. So here it is. Here I present El Pan Quintelero or Pan de Barrio. Depends, it has a couple names. For, for the meantime, we can just call it sweet bread. So here we can see the whole setup, the whole process. It looks to be like a dough that's slapped into a bowl of sugar, red or white, that's thrown into a wood-fired oven where the sugar turns into a crusty glaze. And here you have the sweet bread of Matamoros. While you guys that are watching online can see the whole video process, uh, I'll take care of a little business. For all those that like to show their support, up the top of the paradiseparadox.com, there is a link to PP t-shirts, which shows all the designs of the Paradise Paradox t-shirts. I think they start around 10 bucks, so they're not that expensive plus postage so you can slap one on and show everybody that you support the paradise paradox and they're pretty cool because Kurt and I designed them ourselves um, and it's it's really cool that um, that people enjoy sharing these ideas and uh, you know we kind of play it down a little bit like you know we're just talking smack or just having fun having these conversations but it's a little bit more than that it's uh you know you're allowing yourself to be exposed to alternative thinking so back to the broadcast uh let me get into my story let me talk about communism and let's get into it You want to tell us about your your experience at Anacapulco, one one of them in 2016, about your your moment of uh, your moment of truth, your moment of clarity, deciding you're going to come out of the out of the closet as a as <laughs> as a changed man. Yeah. Tell us uh, tell us the story. Um, yeah, closet jumping out. Okay. Let me just preface this whole thing with um, when it happened, under what conditions and where. Um, your, I mean, last time we're talking about 2015, it was cool yep. because we had these epiphanies because you're hanging out with a lot of people and you're discussing a lot of you know really heavy subjects. So it was easy yep. to to um, find yourself, find your mind slipping. You know, where, where you thought you had an opinion on something, then all of a sudden it's you're questioning your own, your own beliefs. You're, you're exactly like your, your core principles are being uh, under like an earthquake, which, which is great, okay. which is good because it's like good, good growth. But this year you were up on stage um, and I think you were just about to start 
your yeah. um your, Ram, your set not, not speaking yeah yeah oh well, yeah I yeah guess a little bit of speaking yeah yeah but but mainly mainly rapping like you know you, you're yeah. about you're about to perform so i've got no one to really bounce exactly like um you know who i am this is what i'm thinking how far away from how far out sea am i on this idea okay kind of, <laughs> yeah kind of like that okay sure um so uh you know i'm, I'm hanging out with a lot of party people and uh there's an apple that was used as a as a smoking implement, implement. Um, yeah. and you know I like to expand mind and, and all that. Except I met some dudes. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I always say: some of the coolest people I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. And 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 we started talking, and we're talking about uh, property. We're talking about ownership. We're talking about um, you know the the ability for someone to manage themselves as in uh you know operate and and act upon free will um within a larger community and you know these sort of ideas so um and then out of nowhere it it just dawned on me that what what this particular dude was saying was correct in every single way and then and, and it, was, it was like, exactly what am I thinking here? I mean, without, without giving it away. Um, and I thought, does that, and I looked at him and I said, does that, does that mean that I'm a communist? Like what I just <laughs> said, does that imply that I'm a communist? Because I'm agreeing with you. And he had the cheekiest grin on his face. Like, yeah, that. This was pit stop you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, <laughs> and I mean, where, where do I start with that? Because it was, it was, I was, my mind was completely blown. I was, uh-huh. I was done. I, 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 didn't, I didn't, I was so far out sea, I didn't even know what I originally thought in the first place. It was as if I never had an opinion on, mm-hmm. uh, on any of, on any thoughts on, on ownership and, and property and, you know, for example, land rights, owning, well, it was like everything was just out of, everything was gone. It was gone. And I mm-hmm. thought, what, what does this mean? Um, and then, then you started rapping. So I couldn't even, so then I started, you know, the beats and the show and, you know, your, your like your profound, you know, knowledge bomb lyrics. <laughs> and I, I couldn't. Thanks. Yeah, and no, it was cool. I couldn't put my own mind back together. And I, and I, was, <laughs> um, I, was, a little bit, I was a little bit lost with, uh, with where I sit. But I was pretty sure that something changed. Okay. Like, I know I was very sure that I was not the same person after that conversation with Pit Stop. And, um, I mean, you know, I, I, I got him back like the second night we had a profound conversation and I could see, he just didn't know where he was at either. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay. um, What was that conversation about? That's the thing. I don't, I don't quite remember. That's that's a problem. (laughs) It was that profound. Yeah. I mean, you you know what it's like. You you stayed in that house with me for a couple of nights. Like everyone. Yeah, just, but I, I didn't have the same experience as you did. We were, we were separated, and you were like staying up till nine a.m. smoking on the roof and shit like that. So it was a very different experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't get much work done this, this trip. <laughs> um, but yeah. but I thought what I was doing was more important. Okay. Cool. Um, because you know we we talk about these ideas, and if I don't have my my own opinion on the idea. Then, then what, what's the point? But I realized that whole idea was wrong because it's, it's more to a benefit to the, to the audience if I don't have an opinion and I explore everything completely objectively. 
Okay, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, you could still have an opinion at, at the same time. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and explain what what happened, or why I ended up um, thinking that I was communist for a moment. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's, it's embarrassing to say because I've always thought being communist not a bad thing, but just a confused thing, because <laughs> because right. I mean, I've always grown up in in what appears to be a, a capitalist world where mm. we all, uh, you know, we all strive to obtain things or stuff, material. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's a good thing, right? You, we are, we're, we're almost praised for doing well by, you know, by having a nice house and a nice car. And, yeah, and to, to some extent, but it's, it's like we get caught up, uh, you know, capitalism and consumerism are different things. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it would serve people a lot in terms of their, their level of happiness to reject consumerism and, you know, what, what they do from there is up to their, up to their own uh, their will. Yeah. But um, consumerism is, it can, can, uh, can bind us and, you know, affect us in negative ways. Yeah, if your head's not on completely, um, I, I feel like, yeah, you do get caught up with consumerism where you, mm. you just keep... You were you're just like uh, you know like a pig at the the feeding trough, and you might be yep. you might be done you might be full you might be ready to to go carry out other pig like activities, but instead mm. you just keep you know scoffing away. Mm. Yeah, you remember that that speech I showed you from Pepe Mujica's? Uh, I showed it to you like four years ago, and he got up at the the, the Rio uh, Rio Twenty I think was the event. And, you know, the president of, of Uruguay, this little country, um, just gets up and it is like, yeah, listen to me. Everybody's working so hard, but they get they don't have anything to show for it. They're, you know, they have to go for work to work 12 hours a day to pay for the for the motorcycles and the cars and the boats. You don't remember it. No, no, I, 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 I do remember. I just can't remember what he looks like. Yeah, okay. I mean, he's a, was, he's a big guy. Yeah, he's, he's a guy that oh, has mustache. a he has a bocho as well. He's like the poorest yeah, that's president. Right. That's exactly the guy. Yeah, yeah the poorest president. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. and I was like, man, this guy's right on. Why hasn't he been assassinated yet? Because <laughs> he's only the president of Uruguay, okay. I guess. <laughs> no, not a big deal. Nobody cares too much. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the guy is a socialist, but, it, you know, he's probably the he, one of the, the politicians... Yeah, out of all the politicians in the world, it's one of them that I actually respect, mm. uh, and there's, that's a very limited number. Because yeah. he's consistent with his his principles. He he acts, uh, he's congruent in his actions and and his words. And uh, you know that speech. It's a it's a great speech. We'll put it in the show notes. And, yeah. Um, it's uh, I, I agree with everything he said. Like he's talking about the evils of consumerism and getting tied to debt and and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, all, okay. So we're talking about. I'm think we've got to work out. There's like four different things we're talking about here now: um, capitalism, consumerism, yeah. and then yeah. uh, socialism and communism. Right. I mean, okay. you know, like four different worlds, even though they all <laughs> overlap. You know, in, yes. in reality. Yes. Um, so, so what happened for me was I, I thought. I'm at the, the anarchist conference and, you know, I've, I strive, uh, 
as well to understand these as much as I guess anyone else. But, you know, we all get mm. confused in our own opinions. And I thought, okay, well, capitalism is, capitalism is good. Otherwise, you know, who's going to be innovating to want to, you know, keep growing and whether it's technology or whether it's, uh, you know, a better way of a, a better social system, a better way of living. Um, and by that, I'm talking about handouts or free medical, Not, nothing like that. Um, just, just the way people interact with each other. Okay. So, you know, and then, then you look at the way that we're operating right now and we're like, well, if this is capitalism and capitalism is supposed to be like the, the way of the, uh, like the, the better way of doing things, why isn't it working? Like where, where, are, we getting, okay, okay. where are we getting messed up here? But this, this is the thing. I mean, what we have at the moment in a lot of the West is what some people call capitalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one definition of capitalism, but it's, uh, it's when people say a word like anarcho-capitalism or when a proponent of capitalism talks about capitalism, th- that isn't what they're describing because, you know, like in Australia, you don't have a free market. It's not like you can just start a business uh, without having to ask the government for permission, without having to beg, get down on your knees and, and, and kiss their feet and say, please let me start my business. Um, you don't have that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's, it, so it's, that means it's not a free market, which means it's, it's not capitalism in, in this definition of yes. the word. Well, it's so ingrained that, that we call it capitalism. We accept it mm-hmm. as capitalism, yet we, we're yep. all aware of the process and that process being the endless hoops and then the endless requirements and prerequisites just to get to the hoops so that we can do that, yeah. do the hopping and the jumping and then we can say, okay, I have a business. But by that point, the business model is so tarnished <laughs> that it's, it's very difficult to make um, anything that you'd consider a profit. So then you start going to the other side and you're looking at um, tax advantages. And I mean, like, you know, you're not working a free market system. You're working the system as in hoops. And then what can I, how can I benefit this tax-wise? It's like we, yeah. we're so, as a society, we're so brainwashed in what a free market could be. That we think yes. we think that we have one when yes. it's so tied up and chained up and we're we're stuck in pens and we're chained yes. in there and we're told what to eat and we're told where to eat and it's just it's really disgraceful. <laughs> so I mean, you know, no no shame on me that I'm a little confused. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. So I think so I come back to thinking capitalism's okay now that I'm starting to understand what exactly that is, and I'm talking more like the free market mm. side, where, yep. and, and that's really been because of my, my street education here in Mexico when I can see what people can do when there's no one stopping them from doing it. So I've got that idea. And then I've got um, Pitstop telling me that capitalism is, is not the way to do it. Otherwise, you're always going to have somebody that's going to, even in a free market, 
acquire hmm. property, acquire stuff, and have that that evilness to want to continue to acquire until there's nothing left to acquire and there's that 1% that owns all the wealth in the world. And he's like... But I, I don't buy that argument, but I do, I do think, uh, like, the, these guys, uh, like, like Kenny and Pitstop and, and, and Twiggy, mm. uh, and they, they like these ideas of, of communes, uh, like intentional communities... Yes. Uh, where people get together and they they offer what they have, they do what they they want, um, but they do it in service of others, uh, and those that seems really cool, and I'd like to visit some of those one day. But I, um, those can with, exist with within capitalism, that is within the free market, because you free you know you can associate with whomever you like, uh, you can start an intentional community, and why not? Um, or a kibbutz or whatever you want yeah. to do. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the argument that, that somebody is going to start acquiring everything, I mean, in general, monopolies are things that come from governments, and government is actually the biggest monopoly because they say, hey, we're going to have a monopoly on law, we're going to decide the law, we're the final say when it comes to law. Um, you can't... You, you can't uh, go to an appeal process except through us. And we're going to have a monopoly on, uh, on the enforcement of the law as well, yep. through police. Um, you can't choose... Well, you can choose another security company, but you can't choose another police company, exactly. Uh, and, uh, the, you know, just through, through those two, two or three things, like the, the, the judicial branch, the executive branch, and the, and the enforcement branch of, of, of government, yeah. uh, they've taken these huge monopolies and they can use that to enforce other monopolies, yeah. which is generally what they'll do. So, like, for example, if you, if you look in, say, Russia, uh, Putin comes up, takes control of the government, and he says, okay, uh, you know who's going to run the oil companies? All my old ex-KGB buddies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, they get... They, they control the oil industry. Um, but in a free market, well, how do you do that? I mean, which would, which would be easier if, if you had, like, say, you're, you're working in a free market, I'm working in a controlled market with a government, uh, and I have a supermarket in, you know, in this town of a million people. Uh, I go to the mayor and say, hey, listen, I want you to implement a license which means people need a $10,000 license in order to start a supermarket or an, another market. Uh, whereas, you know, and, and that means that I'm going to have a lot less competition. Yep. But for you, if you're in a free market, well, what do you do? What's your first step in trying to create a monopoly? Yeah, that's a, that's a super question because the, mm. I mean, I agree with you that governments and their, interference and regulations, what causes monopolies in the first place. Um, I mean, I've, yeah. I've got my head around that pretty well. Um, the, the monopoly on money, I think, is the, is the killer. Yeah, um, yeah, well, there you go. Uh, be, yeah, that's the because big. if someone has money, then they can buy themselves a different level of, uh, of, of court series. They can push things to a higher level. They, they can literally buy their mm -hmm. way to... I mean, well, I'm just going to get a team of lawyers all of a sudden because I've got the money to do that. Mm -hmm. 
Or just buy the judges, you know. Yeah, I mean, which, if, you, if you've got the money, if you've got the money, everyone's got yeah. their price. Um, and, or, you know, just, just uh, ask for a favor from the prosecutors and tell them not to even prosecute you, which, which seems like is what probably happened, well, what might have happened in the United States with the, uh, with, with the uh, 07, 08 crash. Yeah, yeah, um, that's... You know, there's no no prosecution that happened because of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a clear cut example of the of the corruption and interference of uh, of having of having mm-hmm. monopolies on things. But it was exactly that. It was exactly the the monopoly on money that that triggered my my clarity. Because until I okay. got to the idea of the monopoly of money, I thought you're right. You're right. There's always going to be psychopathic sick people that want to acquire everything mm-hmm. and send the, the world to hell. Kind of like what mm-hmm. we've got right now. And it's only because of the access to funds and value to manipulate that acquiring. However, what, what I couldn't get through until I think, I think that this, this might have been the conversation I had with, with Pitstop the next night once I got my head together, yeah. was we now have decentralized cryptographic money systems yep. electronic ledgers of trade so the fact that anyone Bitcoin. Well, anyone can just make up their money their own money and uh, i mean you know like mm-hmm. bitcoin's cool you know i got no no qualms with bitcoin but um i think anyone that thinks that we're only going to use bitcoin is is probably uh, a little naive or early in their um you know in their crypto education I think I think if we go to these communities inside communities, why can't they have their own their own trade tokens and things? So, sure, um, sure. Well, so you know, some of them won't necessarily want to use money, yeah. and that's fine as well. Yeah. So, and then and then I'm thinking for this to happen, like because I mean, you know, I'm going to go a little esoteric. For this to actually go through and happen, for for us to shift from the world that we're in now to a world where uh, there's other people are thinking about other types of communities. I mean, that, that's a totally different, totally different way of wanting to live. So they've already got a different level of consciousness. I think we're, we're all going to have, we're going to appreciate each other's different levels of consciousness. And if people want to live in a city and in a job and, and keep living, you know, the way we are now, that's cool. But if people want to go out and live, um, you know, a community style, no money life, that's cool too. And we're going to have these worlds side by side. Yep. What's going what's gonna to allow that to happen yep. is the fact that we're going to have a world that's going to respect different levels of consciousness. And in this world, you're going to have a more mm-hmm. equal level of people wanting to acquire everything and other people wanting to give everything away. <laughs> because, okay. I mean, even okay. in my, my own life. But it's, but it's also the, the middle ground as well that you're missing because the thing is if... Uh, if if somebody does capitalism the right way, what it means is they provide services for others in exchange for you know yeah, money or something else. Um, yes, so they they do something good for another p- person, and that other person wants to do business with the, with that person because they're because they're doing good because they're providing something yeah. that's that's high quality. Well, I'll throw this idea at you. The, the concept yeah. of uh, voluntary tax. M- most people laugh okay, sure. and uh, would say, well, who would pay their tax 
if I can choose not to pay my tax. And uh, the majority of people that choose <laughs> not to pay their tax are choosing not to pay their tax because they're forced to pay their tax. If I could choose mm. to, to donate, and I've got a perfect example. Um, yesterday, I was looking at um, the, I went on to liberland.org, um, I think. Yep. Um, and, you know, I'm looking yep. at how do I sign up because um, this is a month or two out and I'm still going through my business cards that I acquired at in Acapulco because, I mean, yeah, we're, we've been pretty busy working on side projects and I've been traveling a whole lot and moving houses and whatever else. So I've got, I've got a box of business cards and business and notes and things I got to get in touch, people I got to get in touch with. And I found this card and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to that site yeah. and I'm going to sign up because I need to know what's going on. And, uh, and you know, apparently they're going to have like a music festival and you can become a, a citizen and, and all that. So, you know, it's, it's a cool, uh, example of a free land. Um, and, I, and I'm going on, I'm, I'm signing on my account, and then it's got a, at the bottom is a checkbox that says, would you like to become a citizen? It's like, in, normally the terms and conditions, I agree, terms and conditions tick. The next one is, would I like to become a citizen now? Just get it over and done with, just do it. So I'm like, okay, I'm interested in what this tick box does. I click the tick box, uh, text box here, <laughs> and uh, it pops down another whole lot of text boxes where you can put more details in, like your address and what nationality you are and where, what country you come from, where you're at at the moment, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, and then there's another series of tick boxes. And one of them is uh, something on the lines of, do I, am I willing to support this country as in a, a monetary donation? Now, in a way, this is kind of like a voluntary tax. And then, uh, and, I mean, I'm not sure how they're going to enforce it, but it's essentially giving you a, giving a donation to the country to organise, you know, its diplomatic paperwork. Well, that's a, that's a thing. They're yeah, not enforcing exactly. it. And I'm pretty sure the, uh, when I heard the president speak, he said, he said something like, you know, you have the, uh, we have the fee of, uh, of the government services. You don't have yep. to pay it, yep. but you can. Well, that, that's, that's what was cool. It was like, um, do yeah. I want to contribute? Yes or no? If yes, yep. how? And where do you want to see the money go? Like, okay, he's putting put an amount in, you know, I put in $1,000 mm-hmm. or whatever, and then say, well, you know, where, do, where would I like to see that yep. money go? It's like, that's never been asked to me yep. before. This is, it's like it's when you're going through something and you're not just putting details in because you're forced to, you're not just ticking boxes because there's, there's, not, there's no yes, no, mm-hmm. it's yes or yes, or, or, the, or the, the okay and continue button doesn't appear, right? Um, and, and I'm thinking, okay, this is, this is too intense. I don't know if I'm ready to become a citizen right, right now and, and yet, because of course I want to donate, but I mean, I'm not in a position to give them what I think they need. So let me think about that. <laughs> well, he said it's very easy to become a citizen if you just go there year? for a year. See, now I'm thinking, what what's said. their climate like? Well, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. It might have no, just I, been a few months. I don't um, know. I'm interested in going. You know, I, to, I mean, it's it, it's right on the it's yeah. right on the border of uh, in between Croatia and Serbia. So a whole year. I mean, they've only yeah. got one cabin there, right? I don't know how many I don't know how many people live in there, and <laughs> I don't know what the weather's like. I'm assuming it's going to be cold. <laughs> I I didn't I don't know what they have in terms of accommodation, yeah. but <laughs> and, and then I thought, how am I going to get there? It's it's an island. I mean, do they have a, a boat, a bridge, a ferry, or what? 
I, I might have to, I might have to canoe over. Yeah, that's or something. what they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, possibly, well, anyway, yeah. so that yeah. that's my example of um, the first time that I've encountered a voluntary tax, which just just shows that we're on a planet that's so, so it's in a, a change so dramatic that um, even someone like me that's looking for that change and is going to embrace it got a little spooked and had to um, put that on hold of whether I want to become a citizen of a place like that. Because um, I, I feel like if I do want to become a citizen, I should be donating something. I should pay some kind of tax knowing that I am, I am for what they stand for. The problem is, how much can I give right now? I've got to sit and wait. And there you have it. The delicious sweet bread of Matamoros. So, uh, if you enjoy the show, please leave a comment. Uh, if you want to see the, the show notes, visit www.theparadiseparadox.com forward slash 100 episode 100 yay we made it um otherwise uh please check out our other episodes i mean if you join this one you're probably gonna enjoy other ones uh we cover a whole range of topics a whole lot of fun uh something you want us to cover send me a message you can catch me at battle az you can get in touch with kurt at trouble bubble ciao baby